The presenting sponsor for this episode of the Autism Dad podcast is Mightier. Okay, so I want to take a minute and talk about Mightier. Mightier is a clinically proven mobile gaming app which was developed at Boston Children's Hospital. It's already helped more than 100,000 kids, including my crew here at home. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I'm very big into anything that empowers parents, and that's one of the things that's so great about Mightier. It empowers both parents and kids, and it's all done through play. So how does it work? Great question. Kids play on a tablet or a phone while wearing a heart rate monitor, and Mightier incorporates breathing exercises and other proven calming techniques as part of the game. Kids get to see when it's time to cool down, and they learn how to do it themselves, and parents get to track their progress. With time, those calming skills become muscle memory. All it takes is 15 minutes a day, three days a week, and 87% of parents see improvement inside of 90 days. That's amazing. So check out Mightier.com to learn more about the science behind Mightier and how it works. That's M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R.com and use the code THEAUTISMDAD22 at checkout to save 10%. I'm Rob Gorski, and welcome back to the Autism Dad Podcast, where we talk about all things related to autism and parenting and ADHD and neurodiversity, and where we have discussions with other parents and autistic people and professionals, and we learn from each other, right? It's important that we learn from each other, and we do that right here on the pod every Monday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And now, every Friday, I'm going to release a really short episode, maybe five or six, seven minutes long, where I take a listener question, one of your questions, and I answer it. And we're going to go ahead and kick that off today with one of the most common questions and most misunderstood things surrounding the world of autism. So in today's little snack-sized episode, we're going to spend about the next five minutes talking about what a meltdown is, what a meltdown isn't, and the differences between a meltdown and a tantrum. I get this question all the time, and I thought this would be a great way to help explain that. So we'll start with what a meltdown isn't. A meltdown is not a disciplinary issue. And I'm going to say that again. A meltdown is not a disciplinary issue. A meltdown is not the sign of a misbehaving child or bad parenting or a spoiled child or manipulation. A meltdown is usually the result of overstimulation. And it's very, very common in autistic people, people with ADHD. And it's also important to note that overstimulation is not caused by just negative experiences. Positive experiences are one of the biggest causes of overstimulation, you know, birthday parties, celebrating Christmas, opening presents. I mean, things that like get you all excited and all worked up can lead to overstimulation because it doesn't matter whether the situation is positive or negative. It's what your body is taking in from everything that's going on around you. And when you can't process those things correctly, then it just builds up and builds up and builds up to a point where you have no other choice but to purge. It's an involuntary act. It's their brain taking over and just saying, we got to shed all this energy. You can sort of look at it as like a dam. We can all envision, we all know how dams work. When you have water building up pressure behind the dam, you have these emergency valves that will open up and let the water sort of bleed out when that pressure gets to be too high. Sort of like with people. You know, when I get overwhelmed or when I get overstimulated or whatever, I can regulate myself. Not everybody has the ability to do that. And so what happens is that pressure just continues to build and build and build and build and build until it reaches a point where it collapses the dam And water just rushes over everything, taking everything out in its wake. And when the person reaches that point where they just can't cope anymore, that dam breaks and all of that energy just purges. It just comes out. It comes in a form of, you know, meltdowns are different for everybody, but like kicking and screaming and yelling and uh, stomping. I mean, those are all very common things. But what's really important that we understand is that the person who is experiencing this is in distress, 
You cannot interfere with it. You cannot make it stop. You cannot reason with them. They aren't going to hear you. They just need to be in a safe environment where they can let it run its course. And that's really the only thing that you can do once it starts. You know, it's, it's very common to see people at a grocery store and you see a kid who you think is like just freaking out or having a tantrum. It might not be what you think it is. It could very easily be that child is having a meltdown. They've been in a grocery store. There are lights and sounds and people and all kinds of smells and everything. And they become overloaded to the point where that dam breaks and they purge. So a meltdown has to run its course. You know, you can't interfere with it. You can't stop it. And the only thing you can really do in the moment, especially with kids, is just make sure that they're in a safe environment. You know, if you can remove them from what's overstimulating them, that's super helpful. But you really got to let it run its course. And when it's over and done with, you just show love and compassion and patience and understanding. But the most important thing is just to remember that that person is in distress. Okay, it's that simple. When we talk about a tantrum, a tantrum is a willful act. You know, we always hear about like, the terrible twos, right? With toddlers, because toddlers learn very early on, kids learn very early on that if they kick and scream and yell, they're going to get what they want. Because as adults, we don't want to hear that. We just want to make it stop. So if you tell your child, no, you can't have any more ice cream and they throw a fit and kick and scream and throw and bite and fuss, uh, maybe you tolerate it for, you know, a couple of minutes, but then you reach the point where it's like, oh my God, just stop, just stop. Fine. You can have your ice cream. And then they win right? They get exactly what they were trying to accomplish. And they manipulated you into giving them what they wanted. And as soon as they get what they want, that behavior subsides. It's a willful act. It's just manipulation. It's a developmental thing. It happens to all kids. It's so common, but we outgrow it, right? I know it maybe doesn't always feel, feel like that sometimes, but for the most part, people outgrow that stage in their life where they throw tantrums when they don't get what they want. So let's just quickly review the differences between a tantrum and a meltdown because it's a lot of information to take in in a short amount of time and it never hurts to review, right? So when a person is having a tantrum, they are trying to manipulate your behavior. They're trying to irritate you or disrupt your life in such a way that you give in and give them what they want. And when they get what they want, they stop. That's a tantrum. But when a person is having a meltdown, they are not trying to manipulate someone. In fact, they're not even in control of themselves. They have absorbed so much stimulation, so much information from everything that's going on around them that their brain and their bodies just go on overload. And the only thing that they can do to sort of reset is to purge. And it is just the release of all of that pent up energy and stimulation. And it comes out in the form of a meltdown. It's involuntary. It's not a disciplinary issue. And if you take anything away from this quick little bite-sized episode today, it's that meltdowns are not disciplinary problems. They are signs of acute distress and we need to be supportive. Okay. So we can talk about more details, you know, in a different episode, if you guys want, where we can talk about preventative things and how to navigate whatever, whatever. But for right now, I hope this helps. If you want to submit a question for next Friday's episode, just visit listen.theautismdad.com, hit the contact form and just send your question and maybe it will be uh, selected for next Friday. So I appreciate you guys taking the time to tune in. Have a fantastic weekend and I will talk to you next Friday. See you. Bye.